Hello and welcome to Fine Wine, where I whine about media that may or may not have aged, like fine wine. And as I said before, I whine about it. Um, I am the carnival that was in your hometown when you were five, but you never went to because all of the things that they had that were sort of sketch, and somebody actually got roofied at the bar that they had at the carnival setup. So, you never went back there, you never even thought about going there, and a few years afterwards, they stopped holding it because it was taken to court. Um, and I have new episodes coming out every Tuesday and Thursday. Um, now, the film I'm going to be whining about today is the 1936 film um, Seven Sinners, also known as... Um, doomed cargo in the U.S. of A. Um, now this is a a 67 minute long film, which is like amazing. Um, I love that for me. Love that for you. Like that's just great all over. Only an hour and seven minutes. That's like the perfect length for like an old film, especially one that you might not like want to spend that much time on. Um, so Again, 1936, so it's old ass. Um, It stars a dude named Edmund Lowe and a woman named Constance Cummings. Um, And it's a British film, and it's um, a mystery film, a mystery thriller film. Uh, I sort of felt like it was very, like, similar in the vein of whatchamacallit. The Thin Man. It was very... It was, like, in the vein of The Thin Man. Um, and I'll talk about that, like, I think towards the end. Um, with a bit of what that has to do with this film. Because The Thin Man came out in, like, 1934 or something. Um, so definitely a few years before... Um, yeah, it came out in 1934, so a few years before this. Um, and they are sort of, like, similar, but let me say this, this was based on a story that was previously released, um, but they don't have, like, any, like, story link to that, so I don't know how, how, like, trustworthy that is. Maybe they, like, saw that, and were like, okay, let's go with that. Um, but anyways... So, the reason why I was, like, introducing myself as Carnival is because this takes place during Carnival, um, and they are in Frank. They're in France. They're in Nice. Um, and this dude named Mr. Ed Harwood, he's from New York, and he is a little bit drunk. Not actually, no. Not a little bit drunk, but, like, very drunk. And he is wearing a devil costume. Um, because, ma'am, carnivals were, like, freaky back then. Like, freaky deaky. They were wearing, like, costumes, but, like, super shiny costumes. So, like, sequins all over, um, glitter to the max. And some of them had, like, giant paper mache heads, which is, like, really, like, what is going on here? Very freaky deaky. Um, like, nightmare fuel. But, like, not the cute kind of nightmare fuel. Like, how Halloween sort of is these days, but, like, uncanny, like, old-style freaky. Like, that's scary. 
Um, so, like, okay. So, Mr. Drunk Dude, Mr. Ed, he is trying to get into his hotel room, but um, he accidentally goes into the hotel room of a man named Heinrich Wagner, who helped him earlier in the evening when he was, again, still pissed drunk. So he's like, oh, I'll just, like, stumble in there because, like, we're sort of homies that, like, help each other out when we're, like, drunk. But Mr. Ed stumbles into the room and he's like, what the hell? Mr. Heinrich is dead. So Mr. Heinrich is in his costume and he is, like, dead as dicks. And what does Mr. Devil Dude in a costume do, Mr. Ed Harwood? He looks at the body and he's like, hmm, that's weird. So then he just walks out the room like super casually like, and then he goes to the reception. He's like, hey, by the way, Mr. Manager, let me talk to the manager. Um, I think there was like a dead body in this hotel room. So he goes with the manager and some other dudes with the concierge and stuff. Maybe they went to fetch like, a luggage rack like one of those things that you can like swing on well that you're not supposed to swing on but that you can't resist swinging on to load the body on um and when they get back to mr heinrich wagner's room or the former mr heinrich wagner's room the bodies disappeared oh my god who could have seen this coming so obviously since mr devil harwood is drunk like super drunk they're all just like, oh my god, he must just be, like, tripping balls as well. He's, like, obviously hallucinating stuff. Um, and they, like, are all like, mm, okay, that's, like, probably, um, fine, it's carnival. We're all sort of hallucinating shit anyways. But this woman named Miss Carol Fenton, she is, like, Hmm, that's sort of weird that he, like, imagined that. But she, a worldwide insurance company employee, um, is sent to take him up north to Scotland to investigate some robberies going on. I don't know why they... Well, he is a private detective, so it sort of makes sense. I don't know why I had it in my head that he was, like, a reporter. I was like, why would they need a reporter? But no, he's a private... He's a PI. He's a PI. He loved making pies, so Miss Carol sent to get him, drag his ass up to Scotland. Um, so Miss Carol, she thinks that he's sort of like, imagine this whole thing too. So she's like, mm, you're sort of crazy, okay. Um, but while she's sent to take him, she's just in his room and he's in the shower and she's like, I'm going to pack your clothes for you, dude. And like, she just starts packing his shit. Ma'am, I would not touch somebody else's clothes and, like, pack some stranger's clothes. Especially because she starts packing his dirty clothes, too. Like, that is nasty. Like, I would need several layers of latex gloves to even think about doing that. But no, she's going there, um, protection-free, touching this man's dirty clothes. Like, that is nasty. Um, like, okay. So... After she finishes packing his clothes for him because he's in the shower, they end up going to the train station and getting on a train, obviously, because they're at the train station. Now, their train suite that they're in is, like, actually pretty nice. It's very, very plush, 
but what could happen on a train when you're in like a thriller film either there's going to be a murder or it's going to crash um and by crashing it could either like go off the rails or it could just like get stuck in the middle of the tracks in the middle of nowhere so what happens here um surprise the train crashes um but while this happens mr ed is like asleep um he slept through the crash i would too to be honest i slept through like um the ambulance people rushing up the stairs and like slept through it um so mr ed's heavy sleeper but he like wakes up and he's like wait a minute and he finds the body that was in the hotel mr heinrich wagner's body on the train and he's like wait a minute what's going on here something's a bit sus so um he reads he like looks at the man's cuff and on the cuff written in blood there is an address written and the address is in paris so he's like ma'am i'm gonna take your cuff sorry about that but the body is later engulfed by the flames of the crashed train um now also let me just tell you while they were on the train before like the train crashed there were some nuns that like had the flying nun type um headdress on um if you don't know what the flying nun is it's a very fun um tv show where a nun is so light that when the wind blows hard she literally gets lifted up because her nun hat thing um lifts her up and is aerodynamic so she is the inventor of airplanes um the wright brothers have nothing on her she's my sister um but anyways dead man shirt dead man cuff mr ed takes the cuff and he's like bro we need to go to this address because that's like so suspicious so um miss carol and mr ed they go to the police um and they talk to this dude mr paul Turbe. no Turbe, um as the french would say um and he is like um assistant prefect of the police in paris and um mr ed is like hey dude by the way i think that this train wreck was like sort of deliberate like that's like really suspicious don't you think um but um and mr turbe is like yeah that crash is like not an accident that happened like we did some forensics they didn't do forensics um we did some research we investigated the crime scenes and it turns out that the railway signs and signals were like messed with like that's so suspicious but even though that they're um they get confirmation that like the railway that the railway signs were like signals were like messed with and that the crash was like deliberate mr turby he's still like bro i'm still skeptical of your of what you think happened mr harwood like what um but at the anyways the gambler he is the drunkard he is mr ed is like by the way i will bet you five thousand doll hairs that i will catch the killer um and he is like i'm not even gonna think about the case that i was um fetched to investigate with miss carol because like i don't really care about it um because honestly that is sort of i would be like 
Yeah, me too. But then again, it is his job that he's like abandoning. And also, he's not making any money from like investigating this case on his own. But he is sort of being targeted, seeing as the dead body that he saw literally showed up on the same train next to him. Like, that's sort of freaky. But then again, you're not getting paid for it. Mm, okay. But in Paris, um, Miss Carol and Mr. Ed, they go to the address that they found on the cliff written in blood. And they are like, um, wait a minute. The occupant was like, not there. And everything in there is gone as well. Like, and they asked, like, um, the people at the apartment, and they're like, oh, yeah, the occupant, um, the occupant, like, took everything and left, and they are like, wait a minute, this is so sus. Um, like, they immediately left and, like, took everything the same day, disappearing after, like, they showed up, which is, like, something's going on. Something's going on here, babe. Um, but the man that they talk to, he's like, oh, what train wreck? I haven't heard of any train wreck. What's a train and what's a wreck? I don't know what you're talking about. But that's, like, even more suspicious because, um, the main page story of, like, the newspapers were the train wreck. And they find that he had that newspaper with the main story of the train wreck in his, um, waste bin. Which is like, hmm, that's, that's weird. But while they're, like, talking to this dude, Mr. Ed is like, wait a minute. What's that on your wall? A Buenos Aires racetrack? You fan of Evita too? But the dude that they're talking to, he's like, um, oh yeah, that's just, like, that came with the apartment. But after they leave, um, Mr. Harwood and Miss carol fenton they're like wait a minute let's like go back and like break into this guy's house but they find everything in the guy's house like gone um but while they're there they also see like just one thing like an invitation um and it's from it's like from a long time ago and it's an invitation from lord mayor elect and the sheriffs of london to the dude that they talked to earlier um so then while they're in the house that they just broke into they hear gunshots and they're like oh wait a minute this is like so sus maybe we like shouldn't be doing this but then they're like yeah we should be doing this because it makes drama it's good drama um so they just like steal a whole ass photo um like okay so well yeah they see like well, no, they haven't stolen the photo yet. I'm sorry. Um, they go to where the banquet was held and they see a photograph of the banquet. So while they're there, they just steal that whole ass photo like on the display. Um, and they're like, okay, yeah. So the event that it was, that the event that was there had a woman that was in a specific dress and the dress that she was wearing, um, no, what? Yeah, there's a woman that was in a unique dress and they find out that that woman is a woman named Elizabeth Wentworth. And they are like, wait a minute, Elizabeth Wentworth, let's like track her down. Um, so they go to 
um, where she is, which is a Pilgrims of Peace charity event. And Mr. Ed is able to sit down next to um, Miss Wentworth. And they're able to, like, talk about it because they're doing, like, poker. um, Because it's like, you bet and the money in the pot goes to the charity. So, like, the more you bet, the more you're, like, donating. Um, And we're doing, like, couples poker. So we start at, like, the table, but then if you lose, you move to the left. If you win, you move to the right. So it's, like, rotating. But Ed's able to sit next to Miss Wentworth and they, like, talk about it. But um, Miss Wentworth is, like, talking to to Ed. And Ed's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I saw your friend, like, a few days ago. And she's like, really? What friend? And he's like, oh, Hoyt. And Miss Wentworth is like, what? You saw Hoyt? But he died three years ago. What? Um, so Miss Wentworth is like, why did you see Hoyt? He's dead. But then they, Mr. Ed is like, wait, he's dead. So he and Carol end up going to find the death certificate of Hoyt. But when they go there, um, the doctor thought they were going to see the death certificate that was going to show them the death certificate was called away. But when he was called away, his um, train gets in an accident and he dies. This um, guy that's like trying to like cover something up is really obsessed with like train crashes or something. Like so weird. Um, so... After that, Mr. Ed and Miss Carol are talking to, like, a local, a local constable. And when they're talking, the dude that they talked to earlier in the film that was, like, sus of them, sus about Ed's, like, hypothesis about his train is, like, there now. And he's like, I have the doctor's cufflinks that you um, were going to track down. But look at this. These cufflinks are, like, the same as um, Henrik Wagner's. Um, so, then they're like, wait a minute, what's that on the cufflinks? Oh my god, that's the Pilgrims of Peace logo. So, um, Mr. Ed and Miss Carol go to another Pilgrims of Peace event, and they end up seeing Hoyt, the dude that was dead, the dude that was back alive, the dude that ran away in the middle of the night. And he is now calling himself Father Planchat. Um, But when he's talking at the rally, he's like, by the way, we, the leaders of the Pilgrim of Peace, we're about to go on relief ship that's going to Bordeaux. Now, ma'am, I know the French are like, I know the French are a ravenous bunch, but do they really need, like, relief? Uh, (laughs) Hmm. France is a third world country confirmed by this 1936 film. Um, But when they're at the rally, Mr. Ed is like, wait a minute, this is like, we can't let him get away because he's like super sus. So um, he starts a fight at the rally. So he and Carol are able to sneak onto the um, boat. And there they see that um, Turby is there And the pilgrim leaders are there as well. The pilgrim of peace leaders, too. Um, So Mr. Ed, he's like, hey, Turby, um, bring bring us some, like, Scotland Yard agents. Um, So 
that we can like get them got but now they're on a train because like the boat was um the, to get to the boat they got on a train and the train would get to the boat so that they can get on the boat to go to Bordeaux um but while they're there um Ed and Carol confront the um pilgrim leaders in the um eating car the dining car and Mr. um Ed is like talking to the Buenos Aires police because he saw the Buenos Aires racetrack and he's like there must be something special there so he like connects the Buenos Aires racetrack to crimes that the pilgrims have done and he is like y'all have been doing gun running obviously um but Hoyt must have also done something too but it's a bit too late now because Ed ends up taking a quick look at Turby and he's like wait a minute he looks a bit familiar and not in the sense that I just met him a few days ago but in the fact that he was also in the um photograph of the banquet where they tracked um how they tracked down Elizabeth Wentworth and then he's like wait a minute he was in the photo too so um Turby is super sus again so Mr. Ed is like, goes to the pilgrim people and he's like, oh yeah, by the way, Mr. Turby has like double crossed you because he puts, um, he finds out that, well, he deduces that Turby was like working with them, but Turby has also been working with them. Um, as in Turby's been working with the pilgrims and, but then he's also been working with, um, Ed and Carol. So he's like telling the pilgrim leaders by the way this dude has like betrayed you so mr turby he's like oh shit i might be in a little bit of a pickle so he is like getting tracked down by his associates his gang people but he is getting ready to kill them all because he's like y'all i'm not gonna leave any loose threats so what does he do he um goes to like the edge of the train and like unhooks the train cars i don't think that's very easy when it's like moving um but there's a train coming behind them so when he like unhooks the train car the dining train gets decoupled but then the train that's following behind them runs into it so another train accident this is three train accidents that have um been done by this um dude so all the gang people end up um getting killed by the train um but miss carol and ed are able to um survive it but what's so lame is that we don't even get to see the big bad get caught because the big bad of the film is turby um but he ends up getting killed while he's evading the police um so we don't even get to see ed and carol like confront him like fully confront him and then also ed and carol get married the end that's the end of the film it's very like um detective story but we want to make it like a detective romance um so it's like again very in the vein of the thin man except done worse because you can't beat Myrna loy and william powell's chemistry and delivery especially their comedic timing like, that's just so hard to beat, but, um, it's, like, 
this film was much more interesting to talk about now than it was to actually watch. Watching it, it felt like it was an hour and a half rather than just an hour and seven minutes, which is like sort of disappointing, but sort of expected because it's like sort of riding on the coattails of other like successful sort of detective, couple detective um, thrillers. Um, and I guess it's like, yeah, do, do what you do and like follow the trends, but follow the trends where they make sense because the way that they jump from one thing to another and like get the answers that they're like seeking for is very like, I don't know. I would not, I would not think, oh yeah, that makes total sense. Like how... Um, Mr. Ed, he's like, oh yeah, there's a picture of a Buenos Aires racetrack. That means that they must have been doing something in, um, Buenos Aires and that they must have, like, been doing crime there. Like, how did you get that from, like, a picture of a racetrack? Also, how did you even recognize the racetrack? And then also, so the reason why, uh, Mr. Ed didn't clock Turby right away when he saw the banquet photo was because Mr. Turby was turned around with his back facing the camera now ma'am how did you just how did you recognize Turby at the end of the film as the dude with his back turned to the camera like what wouldn't you have noticed that like a bit earlier if you were going to notice it but I mean I guess build suspense and stuff overall it's like a film it's definitely a film um but if you want like a good detective mystery romance type thing with fun quips and jokes. The Thin Man's the better one. Um, seven Sinners, like, where are the where are the Seven Sinners? We only really ever talk about, like, um, Hoyt and um, Turby. Beyond them, like, where are the other Sinners? I guess, like, maybe it comes from, like, the devil costume at the beginning of the film. Um, but beyond that, it's like, why did you name this film that? Um, and yeah, I don't know. And also, they just jump around from scene to scene very quickly. It feels very, like, sort of disjointed, like they were sort of rushing through everything. Like, you never felt like you had enough time to process, um, what was happening or, like, what the characters are saying. So, you know. But it's not, like, a good fast pace in where it's, like, bam, bam, bam that's super great. It's more like, sort of just like dragging you through with you not even, um, getting the chance to like process. And yeah. So, you know, I mean, if you want to watch like a 1936 mystery film, then this would be one to watch. But if you don't want to watch a 1936 detective mystery film, don't watch this one. And yeah. Um, I'll whine to you next time.